0: Hello, and welcome to the Chainsaw Buffet podcast, the podcast that would have way more listeners if we stopped bucking the system.
1: We're yeah. bucking the system? I, I I am
0: bucking the system. I'm going to continue to buck the system during this podcast, and you guys will, will find
1: out what, why. What system before. are we bucking? A we are society. bucking the supposed to say F instead
2: of B. I'm sorry, Cylon says what? Um, we're bucking the hell out of the system. Yep. I don't mind telling you.
0: <clears throat> okay, so, uh, this week, the week that we're recording, and if you're joining us live on stream, uh, great If Engine not, hot. hey, we're Ustreaming this shit now, so check that out um, cause you'll get it like a week in advance Um, Whee! like that's some sort of incentive for you, cause you don't listen to us anyway In any case, uh, this week, uh, t- ending today, uh, the day that we're recording it, uh, is Comic Con, um so we're we're going to be talking a little bit about that, and you know,
1: Comic Con ain't what she used to be. Really, I don't know. It having never been, it's 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 really hard to say that. Uh, but yeah, well, I, I'm just talking about about it from a news perspective,
0: and and this is the sort of thing where it's like, you know, may, maybe this is influenced by the type of news related to Comic-Con that, that my brain tunes into. So uh, I'm going to re- to rely somewhat on you guys and what you guys have seen, if anything. Um, but most of the news that I have seen regarding mm-hmm. Comic-Con, you know, there's been a little bit of news, a little bit of TV, very little of comics. You you never really hear anything amazing about comics from Comic-Con for some reason.
3: Well, uh, that's more. I think the comic fans are still upset over the whole DC reboot thing. True story.
1: I, I was out at Goodwill today with my sister who's who's getting some things for, for costumes for Dragon Con. And she's homeless. And she's homeless. And we ran into this woman who saw my Dragon Con shirt started talking about, like, yeah, I've been watching Comic Con. I'm going to Dragon Con. This is my first one. Uh, How old was this person? I have no idea. Like, I guess younger than and was like pissed off like yeah I would be there uh, protesting the DC reboot
3: yeah it's not like they haven't rebooted or had a thousand infinite crisis on whatever before it's nothing new
0: Um, let, let me just go ahead and throw this out there it's DC who gives a fuck uh, there I said it. Okay, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman... Uh, Every single power uh, uh <laughs> Green Lantern?
3: No. Nobody likes Green Lantern because it's back to being Hal, so... Nobody cares.
0: I mean, don't get me wrong. Um,
1: those... I hope Jeffrey and Drew don't listen to this episode.
0: Li- listen, listen. Uh, that's, that's fine that you like Green Lantern, Okay. But there, there's there's at least a dozen more popular, more important Marvel characters. At least a dozen. Um, most of them are in the X Men. Anyway, um, you know, aside from the major characters, how many DC characters can you, can you name? And a lot. Uh, how many how many do you actually care about? How many do you follow the comics for? I mean that's that's the whole reason why that um, they're they're rebooting this is because they they weren't accessible they were you know mired in, and and this is just the general problem with comic books in general they they get so mired in their own mythology that it becomes impossible to follow them because you know you you've got takes by so many different authors and artists that it's very difficult to have any semblance of of. Consistency and almost continuity to a point, because
2: well, no, agree. Characters it's, it's,
0: die and then get brought back, and you don't know what the fuck's going on anymore.
3: It, it is the continuity gets reset because somebody does some cosmic thing that messes with the universe,
2: and they, and and they do get bogged down by their own com- by their own history. Uh,
1: but tonight so on a very special is, episode of this comic, well, the biggest, the biggest thing is starts. they
3: have they have continuity, but they don't have continuity. And by that I mean it's kind of soap opera continuity where it's like things happen but time doesn't actually pass and things get reset every so often, which change it so much that it's really hard to, unless you've been following it, to get into it. Eh, That doesn't
2: bother me too much. But then again, I'm a fan of Doctor Who, so odd continuities don't
3: bother me. it kind of bothers me that there's so little consistency. I think between comics, characters don't really age. You know, you've got this treadmill where in the comics Batman is perpetually like 35, you know, or whatever. But didn't they change that
2: one recently? Though I thought they actually got rid of Bruce. They finally killed off Bruce they, Wayne. Yeah, yeah, but and Dick Grace Damian, is Batman now.
3: Yeah, and Damian Wayne is Robin now, but he's superhero dead. He'll be back. That's Wait, can't... another
2: I'm sorry, I'm watching chat. He came back. He'll come back.
3: What the hell, Bruce Wayne? Stay dead. They always do. They always do. And that's kind of my. That's kind of another problem with. I think with superhero comics that it may. It, it's kind of a problem for me. It may be other a problem with new readers is. It's kind of like nothing's perfect. Now I, I'm not against in you know superhero and in science fiction and whatever, there's thousands of ways to bring people back from the dead. <laughs> but in comics it's like every single character has died and come back in every way imaginable. And and in the case
0: of Spider Man had eight thousand clones.
2: Yes. Personally when when Neil Gaiman kills you, you should just stay dead. That's my mm-hmm. advice yep. to Bruce Wayne. <laughs>
0: Anyway, uh, we 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 got super off on on the yeah. DC. Boot Although work.
2: isn't didn't, isn't Marvel um, about to re? Or they, didn't they uh, say that they were going to reboot um, Marvel Ultimate Universe, whatever it's yeah, called?
0: Yeah, yeah, but the, the ultimate, ultimate Universe is practically reboots in and of themselves,
3: or well, it was already set to be kind of the as they said the Ultimate version. It was set to be kind of a composite of every of the best of the previous versions of these characters,
0: right? Like, like with Spider-Man, you kind they kind of took the the character <laughs> quickly through like the major story arcs, and and they did the same with with X-Men and mm-hmm. and all their other characters. So, them rebooting the Ultimate Universe is kind of like saying, "Okay, we're going to try a different tact on it now," and that's that's fine with me. Um, yeah.
2: Which I remember that when they were talking to Joe Casada on uh, G Four's coverage, I remember him saying that you know they they didn't mind um, the the re you know the the Ultimate Universe was when they felt that they could reboot without screwing up anything from the normal universe. It was something that they could play around with ideas that they couldn't really talk themselves into doing with the normal continuity.
3: Well, the thing is, why do you have to do that? Is if- a reboot as something that changes within the comics themselves, why can't you just publish an alternate universe story? Which they do, but...
2: I'm still mad if they ever went back to the regular continuity from Age of Apocalypse. Yes. Age of Apocalypse, I love the art, I love the storytelling, I like alternate universes anyway. And one-handed
0: Wolverine.
2: And one-handed Wolverine, one-eyed Cyclops,
0: um... Uh, uh, Jean, Jean Grey fucking uh, Wolverine stuff, Cyclops. I enjoyed that.
2: Juggernaut being a pacifist who has a heart attack. I mean, that's just good shit, man. Good shit. Magneto ripping Apocalypse in two. That's just that's just good stuff.
0: Yep, yeah. agreed. But that's that's kind of. Uh... Charlie, you you and I are definitely a product of of the '90s era of comic books, you know, like the Jim Lee X Men and stuff. That you yeah, know,
2: I can kids. tell you, I, I got started right with because um, Uncanny X Men was was sort of the the the, the uh, flagship title. Yes. Then there was just X Men, wasn't it? Yep. That's where I got in it was X Men, and then. About the same, or shortly thereafter, with X Men Adventures, which was the comic version, the comic redoing of the animated series, or the comic telling of the animated series storyline.
0: Yeah. Uh, Where we're so that's that's what. He dies, dies at the end something? of that series.
2: Really? Yeah. See, I never finished that series.
0: Yeah, go back and watch. I think you can actually see it on Marvel.com. Go back and watch the last episode. It's called uh, Graduation Day. He dies. Oh.
2: I must have missed that one.
0: It's really weird. That is weird. It's it's, it's kind of depressing for a kid's show.
2: Hmm. I, and I've watched, like, every iteration of the animated X-Men, other than the weird one from the 80s that had a... I've uh, seen a few clips from, but whatever. Yeah.
0: Um, but speaking of, of uh, the Ultimate Marvel Universe... um. The the big news for me personally out of, of Comic Con and something the reason I mentioned that I didn't hear a lot of news uh, except for the, the type of news that usually grabs my attention and that's fighting game news. There was a ton of fighting game news at really? Comic Con. It seemed like that's what all the gaming and like G four and you know like the websites that, I've, that I follow on Twitter that talk about Comic Con that's what they were talking about were, mm-hmm. were the fighting game announcements because. They announced uh, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, which is uh, it set two records for Capcom, A- and this is this is considerable when you think about their history. Uh, first of all, it's the quickest tur- turnaround for like some sort of you know Super Turbo Championship Edition type of of update. Nine months it is coming out nine months to the day that Marvel vs. Capcom 3 came out in the same calendar year. Wow. Now, not even cold in the ground. They're doing they're, and they're doing this, uh, and the other one that was twenty. Literally twenty minutes after they made the announcement official, the entire cast of new characters, all twelve of the new characters that uh, were announced. Uh, that you know they mm-hmm. said you know we're we're releasing it. There's going to be twelve new characters. All twelve were leaked. And, mm-hmm. and Capcom gets this shit leaked all the time. But it took them 20 minutes to leak uh, all 12 characters. So my
2: question then is, are they actually new characters? Or are they just reskinning the the present characters?
0: Um, most of them are brand new characters that weren't even in previous uh, Marvel vs. Capcom.: uh, so This really is a, a difference.
2: This really is a different game on the Marvel side of it. Is any of the Capcom
0: characters changed? Yes. Uh, they, they're they're mostly new. There's as no well. Mega Man.
3: Uh, no Mega Man for one don't, thing.
0: Don't fucking need them. Uh, that that's that's what i was talking about. Fucking the system.
3: Everybody people knows, have knows. been going ape shit over it, and I've been just mildly confused because it's... I I don't play.
0: Those. Okay, I, I'm uh, I'm going to get go on my soapbox for just a moment here. Um, I. I am as big of a Mega Man franchise fan as anybody, and anybody who's known me for any length of time knows this about me. But there, th- this is coming for two reasons. One, uh, Mega Man X was Mega Man or Mega Man X, either one. There, there is no version of Mega Man in Marvel vs. Capcom Three uh, of of the title character himself. And this, this is you know them finding out all twelve characters and and. Credit to Capcom on this one because after the list got leaked, they said, you know what? Yeah, that's the entire list, but you haven't seen anything from these characters yet, so we still have some stuff to show you. But yeah, that's, that's the list. They owned up to it. They said, yep, that's that's that list is 100% correct. We're not even going to try to to hide it this time, which that was usually their thing. They tried to be very coy about it, but here they're just like, you know what? That's that's right. That That is the list. Um, but we're going to be showing you stuff here in the you know over the next you know was it three and a half months leading up to the game's release, um, but but my so eh, the other part of the Mega Man fans being pissy is that Mega Man Legends three, which is supposed to be coming out for the 3ds, got canceled, uh, which is weird because that game was brought back because of fan demand. Like that was yeah. the entire reason for doing, it. and that's why they did it on the 3DS. It was supposed to be a smaller platform, so kind of a lower risk there. You know, you're not having to do the triple A budgeting for development and everything. And they also canceled uh, the Mega Man Universe uh, Xbox Live PlayStation Network title. So there's there's been a couple of cancellations of Mega Man games, which almost never happens. And so, the Mega Man. It's like the Mega Man Tea Party. Like, they're, they're rational Republicans, maybe. I don't know. Uh, it, it,
1: it, there once it, were, long ago. ago. Yeah, uh, I, I think...
0: But it's it's like, you know, then you've got, like... And th- this is... Now, I, I don't want to say all Republicans, because this is true on, on both sides of the aisle. You've, you've got, like, your rational people that maybe lean to the left or the right, and then you've got your, your fundy wackos. That, that just go extreme and are apeshit and need to fucking get a life and pay attention to something other than politics. And not um, the good
2: extreme. No,
0: not extreme! You know, they're, they're extreme. Um, in any case, there's, like, this Mega Man conspiracy theorist that Capcom is somehow because the creator, Keiji Inafune, uh, left the company that they're actively trying to kill off Mega Man. Like, they just don't want anything to do with him anymore. Which is stupid. You know, it, it's it's Capcom, it's Mega Man. The problem is is that he's not as bankable as he was, say, in the 80s and early 90s because they, you know, milked the hell out of that cash cow. So,
3: you know, it's I, I don't... It's probably time to let it take a rest.
0: Yeah, exactly. I well, wouldn't mind them letting it just sort of take a break and then come back and be like, you know, surprise, we've been working on this the whole time and we got it right and now here you go.
2: Well, you know, to me, Mega Man is one of those franchises, much like Castlevania, that is very much of its time and place. Yes. You can't make... I mean, you're not going to make a super graphics-heavy PS3 version of Mega Man that anybody is going to like.
0: Which is why I loved, like, the Mega Man 9 and 10, uh, you know, downloadable uh, titles, they they looked like the eight bit titles. They played like yeah. the titles. They were fun. They were cheap. They didn't cost a lot for Capcom to develop. They should and do the same thing with like the Mega Man X series. They should do like a cel shaded version that's a, a download only title. It'll look good. It'll play what we're used to. They're not going to have to put a ton of money into you know developing yeah. this complicated 3D graphics engine or anything. Just just go with what we know. Do it that way. Take your time and, and get it right.
2: And that's more or less where I was going to go with it. To say these are the kind of the games that really are 2D side scrollers. For instance, in this case, um, and and this is how they work. The, they are of their time and place. Updating them really never catches on. Just do them through like Xbox Live. Just do do them as downloadable. Get the few dollars you can out of them, um, and then you keep the franchise alive. Without insisting upon yourself,
0: so. And as far as Mega Man not being in Marvel vs. Capcom 3 or Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, allow me to to uh, go ahead and throw some truth uh, onto uh, whoever is listening to this.
3: Some truthiness. As,
0: yes, as far as his playstyle from Marvel vs. Capcom 1 and 2, that sort of projectile-heavy. Uh, you know, fill the screen up with projectiles. You know, range character. They've got Arthur for that. Uh, Arthur plays like a better version of Mega Man. He's got different toys. He's got different weapons that he uses. You know, he's still that sort of keep away type of character. He fills that role very nicely for what Mega Man did in in a playstyle. As far as the Mega Man universe is concerned, you know, you've got Zero who does everything that Mega Man can do, but is just more badass and actually you know can fight at close range and then you have Tronbon from the Mega Man Legends series which you know she drives around in a giant mech and you know is is one of the best characters in the game along with Zero I mean they they are two of the better characters in the game so it's not like the Mega Man franchise has just been suddenly forgotten you yeah. know by the people who make Marvel vs Capcom 3 it's just that Mega Man himself isn't in it and frankly I'm okay with that Um I, I was I was talking on Twitter about this that I have, as far as the game itself, some real issues with it because it feels like it's just too soon. But I actually that's... read something from the from the game's producer, uh, Rio Nitsuma, who said that all the stuff that's in Marvel vs Capcom Three, or at least most of it, was actually already planned as downloadable content for the original Marvel vs Capcom Three but their production schedule and their release schedule got thrown off by the quakes and that was why they decided to release a disc so soon. So that the fact that they're doing it like 40 bucks so it's like you're paying, you know, about 4 dollars a character for DLC and they're rebalancing the game, they're making, you know, some they're, they're taking out some of the things that um made it a little top-heavy as far mm-hmm. as, you know, who was who was at the top of the cast, like Dark Phoenix and stuff, and some of the things that, you know, players commonly abused. And they're also improving the online play, which just fucking sucked in the original. So I, I'm, after some thought, I'm kind uh, you know, I'm not as critical of it, although it's one of those things where... I understand it's Capcom and and you know they've done this crap a lot. They've done a lot of this re-release and rebalancing stuff a lot over the years. But it's kind of disingenuous for us in the gaming uh, society to criticize Capcom for doing it but not criticize it. Activision or Ubisoft or EA for doing the exact fucking thing. And I can tell you this for a fact. Uh, in the nine months between Marvel vs. Capcom 3 and Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, there's going to be way more changes and features and additions in that game than there will be from you know one one Madden to the next. Yeah, Matt. Madden's probably the bad example there. Yeah,
3: <laughs> it yeah.
0: But anyway, what other what
2: other news have, have you guys heard? Um,
3: That's horrible too. Apparently, really, yeah. Sorry. Really? Yes, go, ahead. go ahead. Yes. Supposedly, uh, Josh Sweden confirmed
2: it. Interesting. As a web series yeah. or as something like on TV?
3: Uh, apparently as a web series. Okay. In order to how they did it with basically the same deal as how they did the first one. Okay. Because I know there was a lot of
2: talk after the first one kind of took off of the next one might be like for television or straight to DVD or for... Uh, theaters, or something like that.
3: Well, I I think they're sticking to what works is basically it. True.
2: And with as much time it's passed since the first one, it'd kind of be hard to capitalize off the success of the first one by going to something like theaters, even if it's through like Fathom Events or something, which, actually, I think a Fathom Events (laughs) thing might work for them.
3: Well, supposedly, uh, Todd Williams also said he want he would like to eventually make a Buffy musical, so I don't think that's going to happen though.
1: It's have been too long. I don't
2: know. No, with Buffy had a really rabid fan base, and
3: still does. Yeah, and most of those, most of the, a lot of those fans transferred over to Firefly, and then on to Doctor Horrible. So, and they're and, still they're very much still around. And, and Dollhouse, dollhouse. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's,
2: to, to a lot yeah, of it, I mean, you, it, it wouldn't be exactly correct to say it, but you could almost say that um, a lot of the fandom of Joss Whedon's other work are really just transferred Buffy fans. They just became fans of Joss Whedon as a result and will follow pretty much anything he does, which I'm not saying that's a bad thing.
3: There are, yes. Uh,
2: because, I mean, otherwise, he, 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 can be a, he can be a critical success, but not always a financial success. And and I like Whedon's work. So if those people are willing to support him, so that he can keep doing what he does, I'm I'm like all for it. Right. And I killed the podcast. Good for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I just drove a stake into the heart of the podcast.
0: I see what I you of, did there. Yeah. Awkward awesome joke.
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of of. Joss Whedon reminded me of it because Summer Glow's in it. Um, did you see the bit on the, what was it, the Knights of Badassdom? No. No. This is going to be, I think they said it was, oh, crap, I can't remember if they said it was a movie or a series. I think movie. It's going to be an in, uh, slightly somewhat indie movie um, with Summer Glow. Uh, and it's about LARPing. Really? <laughs> Apparently, it's like, from what I heard, it's, um, this guy gets dumped by his girlfriend or something, and his two buddies who are LARPers want him to feel better, so like, hey, come with us, we're gonna go uh, do this campaign. And
3: Oh my supposedly some-
2: <laughs> What's well, interesting I'm, I'm though, looking it's, it's- at supposedly something happens to where um, it it suddenly becomes real.
3: I'm looking at the pictures and honestly the the first picture on their site do you remember the '80s Masters of the Universe movie? Yes, <laughs> it looks kind of like that without the gay porn Conan. Love it, and and it's got
2: um, Peter Dinklage in it, which I'm interested in. It's, it actually had several actors that I recognized.
3: Okay, the plot summary on Wikipedia is one line. It reads <laughs> this: A group of live-action role players accidentally summon a demon from the underworld. There you go. What more do you need?
1: <laughs> it's gonna be interesting because the the concept has been done several times before. Like there's been you know uh, the gamers and and other things like that. So it'll be and, interesting um, to see but, how he does it differently. Oh, yeah. Well,
3: I don't Dungeon
2: think Master. this is this isn't Whedon. This is this. I just it just reminded me because summer summerglow, yeah. Um, okay. No, the the difference is that this is larping versus. Any other of the movies that you can think,
0: or shows,
2: or whatever you can think of, so they're Justin taking. Master. Yeah, they're taking a formula and then just changing it to a different game or a different style of game. Uh,
3: they're rejecting your reality and substituting their own. Speaking of which,
2: um, uh, Elizabeth was looking up. I don't know how she found this, but um, Adam Savage's costume for Comic Con.
3: Yes, yeah, I read about that. He was no faced no face from uh, Spirited Away. Oh hell yeah!
2: And I got to see a picture yeah. of it, and it was a pretty badass costume. I have to it say, it was.
3: What he does is at Comic Con, he dresses up, and I can't remember if he's done it at other conventions. He did he it at Dragon Con last costume. year. Yeah, he does it at Dragon Con too. He dresses up in costume and then like live tweets where he's at, and tries to get people to guess who he is. Yeah, I would heard that and he gives he'll away, sometimes like... give clues. He'll give clues on his Twitter feed, and and. Eventually, post the costume.
2: I really like Adam Savage. I'm just going to say it. Adam Savage is my idol. agrees with me because he just seems like a. It's like if you watch the video when he's talking at one at a convention or some such about about trying to track down and make his own Maltese Falcon. And he I mean, it's yeah. just obvious that he is such a nerd when he's talking about it.
3: because he is so. Oh, I mean, and it is so much fun to watch. You ought to see him talk about his replica Blade Runner pistol. I would love to. I mean, he seriously, he's got this big, long story about exactly what went into it and all this other stuff. It's, it's amusing. But, um, and he's
2: making it because I, I have no interest in the Maltese Falcon, but he managed to actually make, talking about making a prop, which is basically what the story was, he, he managed to make it extremely interesting.
3: Adam Savage is my idol. I mean, he—he he is my god.
2: Your god? Do you pray to him, and does he give you stuff? Yes. Uh, yes,
3: and If I did pray no. to him, I'm sure he would. Does he hear
2: prayers, or do you pray like through Twitter? You could pray through Twitter. And <laughs>
0: yeah, it happens. Um, I, I'm just gonna go ahead and 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 move this right along. Um. One thing that I did want to mention uh they 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 beat the trailer for it at uh comic con uh our our friends uh Tara Platt and Yuri Lone are actually working on a web series uh that also stars uh, Tw- uh travis willingham uh called shelf life mm-hmm. where it's it's a live action web series about uh four action figures who live on a, on a kid's shelf interesting <laughs> they they have not uh there's a, a short trailer on their website at uh, shelflife series um, but there's not been a lot of of uh, details as far as you know what they're going for just yeah. just quite yet. But you know what, I, I, after having you know spent a, a brief amount of time talking to, to the three of them, uh, you know at various points uh, during our, our podcasting careers. I, I may right. go and buy this one. Yeah, I, you know, I I I'll, I will definitely sit down to watch it because it's like, you know what, you, you guys are you, you guys are pretty fucked up. So this this is gonna <laughs> be good in a good it,
2: way. So it's gonna be like live action, live action. Yeah. Oh, interesting.
0: Like like they're all dressed up in tights.
2: Yeah, yeah. Versus them just playing with dolls.
0: Yeah,
1: and okay. and it's not gonna be Toy Story, and it's not gonna be Robot Chicken. Right. And Lowenthal and, and Tights, I,
0: uh, you know, really? I'd hit that. I'd hit that.
1: I thought you were going there.
0: Yeah. That's, that's exactly where I went. Weirdo. Well, I hope it. <laughs> um, I'll well, okay.
2: cool. have to check that one out.
0: Uh, one other thing that, that came out, um, during Comic-Con, although I don't know if they necessarily announced it at Comic-Con, but, yeah. um, you know, Mortal Kombat uh, has been releasing downloadable characters for, for the new Mortal Kombat iteration that came out earlier this year. And, you know, they, they told you who three of them were going to be up front, and then the fourth one was a mystery character. Well, they finally told us who it was going to be.
2: Uh,
1: noob Saibot. Kruger. Oh. It's Freddy
0: Krueger.
2: I was talking about Noob Cybot Rain, and Smoke, because that's what we need is more Scorpion Sub-Zero Climb.
1: I guess it kind of uh, f- fits, though. Noob in the original
0: game, and uh, Rain uh, was DLC. Because
1: on the PS3 version, they had, um, who was it, Uh, Kratos. So I guess Freddy Krueger kind of fits the... uh...
0: They went to the Soul Calibur school of what-the-fuck guest characters.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree.
2: Hmm. But I'm, um, I, I I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna buy into that one. Um, no, no. More.
1: I haven't played Mortal, the new Mortal, Kombat,
2: Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat's dead to me. I don't care if they made the finest game ever. That when you actually defeated an opponent with a fatality, the your Xbox or PS3 would dispense money. <laughs> I'm I'm still I, I will not be drawn in. Um, midway, no, no. So bad. so what
1: about? Um,
0: it was the worst fucking story ever conceived. Like, like, Mortal Kombat went, like, off the rails. Like, think of the worst comic book or anime type of convoluted... What the fuck are they doing? They don't even know where they're going with this type of story. Then, you know, turn, turn that into a fighting game story, which, you know, those are paper thin to begin with, or just based off of uh, Enter the Dragon. And then... uh yeah, you know, that's uh, comic book or anime storyline multiplied by fighting game equals Mortal Kombat.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. More I I really and we've uh no, we've we've talked we've had the same discussion about Mortal Kombat too many times about why it it needs to die. So I I won't even get into it.
0: Yeah, that that's another one of those. It, it's a product of its time and place, and where we were at during that time. And if if you weren't alive and you know didn't play video games at the time that that game came out, you won't appreciate it.
2: No, exactly. And if you've ever, if your first um, foray into shock gaming was, say, a Grand Theft Auto game, you, you're never going to appreciate Mortal Kombat.
0: No, there there would be no Grand Theft Auto without Mortal Kombat, and that's that's a fact.
2: There's, I mean, well, it was any number of games. Uh God of
1: War, um, Dead
2: Space. And- I mean, there's any number of games that if you have played them, yeah, Mortal Kombat does
0: nothing. That, that was the first game to just say, you know what? We're going to kill the fuck out of some people, and, you know, we're, we're just going to roll with it. And that turned it into, that turned it into improved the fact that, you know, you can play a video game in which you kill somebody and then not yourself go out and kill people i haven't True. killed anybody yet yet i'm not i'm not saying it's not going to happen. i'm just
3: counting down the days
0: it, it will happen but
1: i think Ch- chad will snap long before you I don't. Uh, when, when i snap it's it, it's going to be a different type of snapping it, it's going to be no. like rocking in the corner and no. See, you keep saying that and i think it's to lull us into
2: a false sense of security
1: oh no No, it's going to be tragic, and and you will feel bad for making the joke that I'm going to kill people. You you will not even be able to look me in the eye, or or what is left of me, the, uh... No,
2: because you have plucked out my eyes and made me
1: watch myself die.
3: When you snap, it's going to involve an armored bulldozer. I disagree, sir. You're just saying that to try to keep us off our guard...
1: The armored bulldozer is a lot of work. Like, that is premeditated snapping.
2: He's, He's going to pretty... use whatever's at hand. So probably his guitar. He will be killing people with
1: a guitar. <laughs> that doesn't seem like... I mean, you can do that in Left 4 Dead, but I don't think it would be a very good weapon. Well, you know,
2: snapping does not involve a lot of logic. <laughs> After a point.
1: Acoustic or electric? Because I'm pretty sure, like, you're going to break that acoustic guitar, but the electric... going handed you're going you're gonna to
2: wield both.
3: And a sword. Wait, where did he get a sword? I don't know. He probably just has one stashed away somewhere.
1: But- or a keyboard. You might use a keyboard to kill somebody. <laughs> I will open up the guitar arsenal and, uh...
0: The guitar arsenal. Are you are you in a Robert Rodriguez movie, Dylan?
2: <laughs> no, I'm not. If you've never seen Dylan, he's Mexican. So he is Mexican. He would fit perfectly with Antonio. But Manvera. I'm actually
1: not. Like,
2: uh, no, no. The internet heard what I said, um, and that makes
1: it true. Heard, I am I'm Mexican in the same way that uh, David Carradine could play. You know, Asian. Asian. Here's the thing. It actually be Irish. Dylan, I know
2: that you're a self-hating Mexican. And, uh, you know, we love you
3: in all your Mexicanness. Even
0: you know, you know know though your real name is Dylan Wolfriguez.
3: Yeah. Um, Despite that his head looks like an enormous potato.
0: Or Dylan Lobo.
2: Dylan Lobo. That's, that is his name, Dylan Lobo. And, and so if he tells you different, he's just anglicizing his name so that he can fit in, quote-unquote.
3: Kind of like Charlie Sheen.
2: Right there's nothing about Charlie Sheen that fits in
1: he just charlie Charlie Sheen just didn't want to be associated with Joe Estevez or whatever or reality or reality, so back to comic con because <laughs> Charlie Sheen jokes are so passe,
2: yeah, yeah,
1: they've all been made
0: well uh in, in other comic con news uh, regarding uh Capcom Cross Tekken, which was announced at Comic Con last year, they announced some new characters. One of which is a transsexual. <laughs> wait,
1: okay. they announced characters for what again? Controversy, controversy.
2: controversy. Wait, or, wait, I blacked out for a second. They announced characters for what again?
0: Uh, Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Ah,
2: and which side is the uh, is the Capcom. transgendered one coming from? Ah, yeah, the,
0: the, the, the tranny's on on the Capcom side. Um. Mm-hmm. In, in, in one of these Boba Fett, most confusing, why the hell is this character popular um, moments, the, the Street Fighter community really loves the character Poison from Final Fight. And to, to give you a little background, Charlie, as to why you've probably never heard of her, she's one of those recurring characters that there's like four of her on the screen at a time and you just beat her up and you walk on. She's not even a boss. Okay, she was just a a canned bag guy that would just come out and you'd fight like four of them at a time, okay mm-hmm. um, but she's pink yeah, she has pink hair and she's a dude, at least according to Capcom of America back in nineteen eighty nine this i i the the entire reason that I wanted to bring this up. Isn't so much because it's it's a fighting game, but because this this is one of the classic examples of 1989 video game what the fuck PR, where you, um, you know in, in the original Final Fight game in Japan, Poison is a woman, plain and simple. Mm-hmm. You know she's she's just a, a, a you know hooker that is trying to beat the fuck out of you. Uh, but when the game came out in America, um, Capcom decided that was a bad idea although 2 years later you know Chun-Li would be would be in a fighting game in the fighting yeah. game sort of so to speak. Um they decided it would be really bad to have players beating up women. So in the official uh North American storyline poison is a tran- is a post-op is trans-
3: transsexual site. Now
2: hold on now. Now I don't see any problem with hitting a woman, and I'm not sure why Capcom would have a
1: problem with that.
2: Well, they don't now. I mean, a woman is, is not like a person. I don't know. I don't know what the problem is.
1: Now I agree with you because the real problem is having women as playable characters. That's assuming it, it, it's like taking on uh, the form of uh, an object or, or an animal.
2: I don't see a problem with playing a woman. I don't. I don't see. Is, is that a problem with that? I play women all the time. We're talking about a game, aren't we?
0: Yeah, we, we are. Yes. We are. Sorry. Uh,
1: but uh, uh, what's funny to me is it. It seems to be a misunderstanding of the the '90s morality police that like. Oh, it's okay to be of a transvestite,
0: but it's, yeah, not it's okay to be yeah. A as, as long as long as you are
3: a, a a woman. Oh, that's hypocritical. You know, you
0: you can't you, you know, we can't touch it. But by God, if you're a tranny, we should be beating the fuck out of that pipe.
3: Well, just the yeah. fact that they have. you Does know. Did Fred Phelps have a hand in this?
2: <laughs> I I really love the idea that to solve one wrong, we will commit another.
0: We'll commit one that may may in fact be a hate crime. Yeah, one That's is not domestic like, abuse. The other could actually be a felony.
2: Yeah, quiet. <laughs> misogyny is 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 perfectly uh, perfectly legal. Yeah, but apparently, still the PR is better for a hate crime. Yes. Wow. Well, I guess, you know, uh, it's not like they were going to say. Oh, poison was formerly a black man. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I, I'm interested by what, by the demographic they decided to beat up on.
0: Asian it, trannies.
2: Yeah, there would have been a problem if, if it was somebody else. But, but no, Asian trannies. Well,
0: here, here's here's the thing. Mayor Mike Hagar is cracking down on post-op transsexuals. <laughs> he is not soft on post-op transsexuals.
1: He's cracking He's down broke. on everything. He's a T-back
3: from way back. What about pre-op transsexuals? <laughs> uh,
0: his, his political views are, uh, to date, unknown. When, when we sit down for our interview uh, later this year with Mayor Mike Hagar, I'll be certain to ask him about that. We should. He needs needs
2: to come clean. He needs to come clean on some of the issues that he has, I think, flip flopped on in the past. He's talking to
0: Mayor Mike Hagar. If you're listening, you need to come on the podcast for an interview. That's that's just all there is to it.
2: Yeah, I challenge you to defend uh, your your many conflicting views. People have
1: a right to know.
2: We're gonna we're gonna Riley the hell out of
0: him. Why Why are you leaving food out in uh, stacks of tires and <laughs> old oil drums?
1: Tire food? You can't explain that. <laughs> Cut his mic. Cut his mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tires roll here, t- t- tires roll there. Uh. <laughs> ty goes in, Ty comes out. You can't explain that. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's
0: called science. Um, I just wanted to go back to Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom three for a moment and and riff on this. Now I understand why why people were upset that Mega Man X isn't included, but I'm really just more upset about who they did include. It wasn't like I was I was vying for for one character so much that I was upset, and, and yo know, just thought it was a slam dunk for that character to be in. In the game, because, you know, I, I'm rooting for, you know, like Jury and Psylocke and, you know, characters that, you know, might have a realistic shot at being, being in there. They're popular, but, you know, I, I know that that's not necessarily the first place that Capcom or Marvel is, is going to go. But the list that they have, it's just like, really, uh, of all the characters in your respective uh, pantheons, these are the guys that you decided to trot out. Um, so I'm going to, le- to, to read the list here. Um, from Capcom, they're adding, and, and like I said, this is confirmed. They have owned up to this being the official list. Mm-hmm. Firebrand from Ghosts & Goblins, Strider Hiryu from Strider, uh, Phoenix Wright from Phoenix Wright, Virgil from Devil May Cry, Nemesis from Resid- Resident Evil, and Frank West from Dead Rising. Um, you know, first of all, Sausage Fest. <coughs> Uh, second of all Phoenix Wright Now now he had as much support as Mega Man uh, Being included into Marvel vs. Capcom 3 But my uh, Response to that is Why?
3: I, I, I enjoy the Phoenix characters? Wright games have,
0: but, they
2: have, have they exhausted all other possible options?
0: Uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, There's a lot of Street Fighter characters That uh, aren't on this list just just saying. They didn't even trot out the tranny for Marvel vs. Capcom 3.
2: Hmm. Poor tranny.
0: Saving it, tranny. Saving it.
2: Oh, Keeping it classy.
0: Yeah. I'm not even going to refer to her as poison. I'm just going to refer her to, to her henceforth as tranny.
1: Oh, see uh, now, now you're now you're defining her. You're, you're creating an identifier for her. You're you're drawing a line between her as uh, you know him or her as as the other. Is she him? Yeah, like you can't do that, man. Okay, well, who who are the? Mar- she has a who, name. Who did, they,
2: who did they add in from Marvel?
1: Okay,
0: uh, Charlie. I'm I'm going to play a game with you. Uh, I'm going to read off a character. This
2: isn't like the last game, is it? Because that ended in an Alabama black hole. True. Um, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. I'm just saying a little warning.
0: Right. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to tell you the character. You tell me if you've heard of them. These first couple should be easy. Okay. Hawkeye.
2: Yeah, from the Avengers.
0: Ghost Riders.
2: Uh, Ghost who? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Doctor Strange. Okay, so far so easy. Okay. okay, here's where it gets dicey. Oh Iron man. fist.
2: Yeah, Iron Fist. Uh he was he actually had a team up some team up stuff back in the day with Luke Cage, as I recall.
3: And yeah, I think that was
2: a small Iron Man too. stuff.
0: Okay, I'd never heard of him until the announcement. Uh here we go. This is a winner. Rocket Raccoon. What? Rocket raccoon. Who? Rocket Raccoon. He is a <laughs> raccoon a motherfucking raccoon.
2: Oh, that sounds really familiar. Mm-hmm. Oh, why am I not pulling it?
1: Um, it is not Rocky Raccoon. No, raccoon. Okay. i a picture of
3: him. raccoon.
2: And there goes Dylan's phone. And last
0: the side is Nova.
2: Nova I've heard of. I don't remember him too well, but but I, I have at least heard... Rocket Raccoon actually has me stumped. That one... That one's different.
0: The, the, the thing that bothers me is that... This list is A, boring. And B, a complete sausage fest. Like, I was hoping for a couple more female characters. Um, obviously, I named off, like, my, my top two. Um... But somebody during the Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom three panel at uh, Comic Con actually asked the question uh, to to the folks at Capcom, "Hey, out of the twelve new characters that you know, I, you know, I, I hate to kind of bring this up because you guys didn't want it leaked, but how come there's no women or blacks?"
2: Fair question.
0: Yeah, they didn't know how to answer it, and, and you know, they the said, Japanese don't like black people. Well, they they said that. You know, the idea of race or gender never really came into the discussion of of who they were going to pick. Which, on the May one the hand... the problem? <laughs> well, well, on the one hand, I can kind of understand. Yeah. But some, some of these character choices, like Virgil from Devil May Cry, it's like, he was in one game and he's not even that interesting. Uh, Nemesis, it's just like, it's another big, ugly character. Yeah. Uh, and, and I already griped about Phoenix, right? or Iron Fist, Rocket Raccoon, even Doctor Strange. I, I know who he is, but it's like yeah. who the fuck cares? I yeah. don't Doctor Strange is at least a,
2: a pretty big name. Like that one, yeah. That one, that one I'll give you. Um Iron Fist has a long history. So the, I I'll, I'll even give you that one. Rocket
0: Raccoon and Nova? I I mean, come on. I, I have I have issues with those. Um uh, he, I would have even been more amenable to Jubilee. Jubilee, for God's sake! Been, been hey, Jubilee would have been her. awesome. She would have been terrible. She would like they could have put Jubilee and Dan in so that we could have had you know like both of them in the game.
2: Mm-hmm. That would <sighs> be good. Um, I don't know. I, my my thinking would be that. That once you get pointed at once it gets pointed out because because I'll, I'll I'll give them the benefit of the doubt that it's just something that never crossed their minds because um, I have no reason to to call them to call them on it really but yeah at that point you should actually say oh crap we didn't even notice that Um that's 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 our mistake it, it, we just didn't think of it
0: You know, like Balrog like, 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 or Atlanta uh, from Street Fighter you know they're both African American they would have they would have been interesting yeah. Alrog in, in a in a Marvel game would be really interesting because 'cause he'd have a, a much different play style than what he does in the normal games where he's kind of a slower bruiser character, you know, and like Marvel, he'd be throwing out punches left and right. It would be Yeah, you know, I I'd be kind of behind that. You know, now the more that I think think about it, the more I'm like you know, I could get behind playing playing as faux Mike Tyson in, in Marvel. But Yeah. In, in any case, that's that's where we're at with with that and I'll I'll kind of leave the the Marvel discussion for now. But it was it was difficult for me to find interesting things to talk about from Comic Con uh maybe, maybe it's interesting to me, uh sort of a teacher. And I didn't mean to, to turn it into a fighting games episode, but I, I tried to pick out at least the broadest strokes, you know, for for general discussion here. So hopefully everybody got a little bit of something, at least out of the, the character debate there. Which, yeah. you know, I understand you're not going to please everybody with, with any sort of list from... That's true. That. Honestly,
1: I hadn't been keeping tabs too much. You know, I, I checked, like, G4's feed a couple of times, but there wasn't any, like, really huge news that, you know, just... Yeah. Of course, I tend to pay less attention to news anymore and just like well, wait till stuff comes out I did watch a couple hours
2: of their coverage over the weekend, um, just cause it was on and nothing else was uh, so picked up the few things, otherwise I wouldn't have had any idea what was going on quite honestly other than the fact that I really want to be there
0: but. um one other thing that uh, you know, we're, we're gonna be wrapping up here in just a little bit, but one other thing that I did want to mention, um Work is on; uh, it has has begun on the next uh, anime fans get back to Japan event. Uh, we oh, are wow. looking at August thirteenth as the date for the next event. Dang, that's um, not a lot of time. No, it's not. I okay. I have already started reaching out to uh, some guests who were not a part of um, the first event, and, oh, good. and have gotten some some positive responses. Although this far out from the event, you know, we're still. A few yeah. weeks away, I uh, haven't gotten yeah, – basically, it's been like I'm definitely interested, you know, sort of keep me posted sort of thing. But yeah. um, hopefully that's that's going to pan out very well. We're looking at sort of a smaller event, probably about 12 hours uh, on that day.
2: Yeah, because so. 24, that's a long
0: haul. I yeah. Mean, it,
2: it, it would. I mean, no doubt it was very cool to be on it, but – that was a long haul for a lot of people. Not so much myself. I still got a full night's sleep, but
0: yeah, I, I did want to go ahead and make mention of it though, because um, you know it, it'll be probably a couple of weeks. You know, by the time that this episode comes out on the side, it'll probably be about two weeks away from from the the next event, and um, you know, it, it's it's nice. I'm glad to still be doing uh, yeah. stuff for Japan. Uh, what day did you say it was on? The thirteenth. It's a Saturday. Okay.
2: Because we had a question in chat of was it was that a Saturday or Sunday? So Yeah, that's,
0: that's a Saturday. Yep. Who asked the question in chat? Uh,
3: I think it's um, one no, no. no, Patrick E M one. I don't know who that is. is that-, that
0: that's Patrick. He was uh, on the podcast with us um oh, a while ago. Okay.
3: Shout okay. Out. Go Patrick. Yeah.
0: He's a, good so man. Guys, He's a good man.
3: So you guys are now hearing me again, right? Yes. What? My microphone apparently bombed out for a while there. Again, did a dog eat the cord? No, but um, I don't know. It just your wife ate the cord. A second,
0: just stopped. <laughs> yeah. Hello, okay. Um, and also, Dylan, uh, let's just hit this up real quickly because the last episode we talked about <laughs> uh, Eden of the East. Um, yeah. I know you and I both watched uh, the the TV series, and both watched the first movie. The second movie actually comes out um, in August here in a few weeks. Um,
1: yeah, both of those are on Netflix streaming. Yes, if you're interested. Um, so, right. what was what was your thoughts <laughs> about the show? Well, I I kind of um, I don't we kind of speculated about how it was going to turn out, and I, I I like the setup. I, I kind of like where it was going. I don't really like the, um, the the characters end up being like you know the tragically special sort of anime characters that I just can't stand. Um,
3: but you hate a lot of things, Dylan.
1: I yeah. have very particular opinions about how character development should be done. Yes. Like they shouldn't
2: be girls, or be brown.
1: That is not not true. or be fat, or be Chad. It's I, I'm interested because the, the or have show personalities. Itself, well, no, no. I actually that that's kind of my point. Like you need something more than just stock personalities, or you need more realistic.
3: Like you know, it's anime. It's not supposed to be realistic. Yeah, I was about to Watch something where their eyes aren't half their face. Well, yeah, again,
1: I think this could have been... Like, I was expecting more of a... I was hoping for maybe something more along the lines of Ghost in the Shell or, you know, that level of realism. Here's the thing. um,
0: Especially with with a spy show, a realistic spy show is a boring-as-fuck spy show. Yes. Because real spy... Like, real espionage that's some boring ass shit man yes yes it is um but you know
1: when you're a spy yeah you per- check the uh the trash bins outside because maybe people forgot to shred sensitive documents and and, and bird notice does kind
0: of a good job of of no- making a nod to it not being as as glamorous but but then again you know there's still lots of shit blowing up and fast cars and
2: you know, and like, loose women and
1: yeah and I, I don't mean to. And, and like, then you know, there's Jesse. And but,
0: then,
2: Jesse. and then there was Jesse. Was my point
0: yeah. and there's Jesse the and, and, and Jesse Junior things. from from uh, last week's episode. Yeah.
1: If you like that sort of, if you like that sort of thing, if you watch like a lot of fighting anime, eh? And one 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 other thing I, I wasn't too sure about is it kind of, the show ends with a cliffhanger, and then the movie. Continues the story ends with another cliffhanger. So I don't know if they're wrapping it up or just you know continually extending the game that's going on. I I'm going to guess
0: that this might be one of those situations where um, I don't know if there's if there's need of these manga or not. I I just yeah I, I I will be the first to admit that when it comes to manga I'm woefully uninformed. I just don't keep up with it because I don't. I don't read much manga because I I prefer anime as my you know medium of choice for that um, for that type of of aspect of Japanese culture and you know I, I just don't manga is a lot more expensive believe it or not
2: you it can know because be,
0: you know, because to collect be. an entire series of a manga you know that's easily upwards of a hundred dollars where you know it's like a forty dollar box set yeah.
3: Uh, well in now, some cases, in some cases far more.
2: Well, my my only issue with manga because I, I do enjoy them is that I just can't keep up with them. I, it's the same reason I don't read comics anymore. It's just it's um
0: yeah, It's expensive and them. hard to keep up with and
2: No, I'm just easily distracted. It's not even the money so much, um necessarily. Well
3: that's the reason I don't watch a lot of stuff is easily distracted.
2: <laughs> yeah. By dogs. Um but
0: anyway
3: yeah um,
2: love you chad
0: i I really enjoyed eating of these though for what it was I thought that of the shows that have come out in the last few years um, and 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 definitely over the last year this this and Durarah are probably you know my my two favorite shows to have come out since um, the year that uh, we had Geos and Death Note and Gurren on,
1: Yeah, it does kind of remind me of Death Note. Not so much in in the story, but the fact that it is a concept that is is completely out there. Um, like I said, I, I like the the feel and and the characters in Death Note a little bit better than. Um,
0: I I kind of agree in uh, principle, but I like the story of Eden of the East a little bit better. It. It moves a little bit more. Definitely, uh, it moves in in a way that makes sense for the world that it's set in, as opposed to Death Note, where there are all these bizarre leaps of logic. And then, uh, spoiler alert: after L dies, the whole thing uh, just it just goes to shit. You that, really you
2: not- really gave no time after spo- spoiler L dies.
0: Man, listen, the, the, the statute of limitations on that show is run the fuck out. I'm sorry. Yeah, It's, yeah. it's not – you had your chance to watch it on free basic cable. If you have not watched it by now, you're just fucking behind, and you need to avoid the internet. That, that's just it.
2: Don't tell me how Sixth Sense ends. I I want to be
1: surprised. Bruce Willis is dead. Damn you, sir! Um, yeah, I mean yeah. – I think the interesting thing... I'm trying to remember what I said initially after I watched that show. Maybe I should have written down notes. Um, there's there's kind of this idea... Like What, what I said, what I mean, like, the characters seem to be tragically special. Like, all the Celisau have basically been given power, and they do all these crazy things with yeah. it. It's it, crazy, it
0: millions times uh, 12.
1: Yeah. And, uh... Which one is Richard Pryor? I don't know that... Actually, I don't think I've seen Brewster's Millions. Of course Um, you haven't. Of course I haven't. Um, It has a brown man in it. John
0: John John Candy, Richard Pryor, you know... Oh, a fat guy and a
2: brown guy. Dylan Dudley will not watch it.
0: That's an amazing movie, Dylan. You would definitely enjoy it.
1: I I, I probably would, actually. Um, But, you know, all these people are, are basically abusing power and and the power they've been given. And Akira Tarizawa basically comes in and is trying to deal with these people as he encounters them. And the problem I have is, in a sense, he uses power kind of um, flippantly to... Or in ways that you know, like, why should we trust him when, when uh, you know, we don't necessarily trust the other cellist? I don't know. It just um, there, there is definitely an author viewpoint of of who the good guys are and who the bad guys are. Gotcha. And it's interesting because it's not exactly okay. it's, I don't want to say unreliable narrator, but you know what I mean.
0: Uh, I think my biggest problem with that show is still Saki. Yeah, I, I still don't know why the fuck she's there.
2: I, I I still well, okay. My my basis was on off the first three episodes, but I still think it was she's there to show up how not normal the main character
0: is. That's yeah. That's the thing though is that she's not even with him the entire show
1: she is basically the character pov or the uh, the audience pov character yes, exactly but, and, and again like i said and, and this this is this continues she she basically trusts takazawa even for when no all reason. these what
0: for no reason
1: yeah actually i would use the phrase against all reason against all reason like all this evidence lines up and it That's just so I happens know. that he ends up being a very very innocent character and a very very good character but given the amount of of uh power and and given the situation like in reality that wouldn't happen she would be dead she would be abused he would slip up somewhere like he you know some of the goodness would be lost and he would be uh um abusing he would not be quote unquote nobility <laughs> uh, uh. I, I just hate the audience
0: point of view character. I, I, I yes. hate that device. Because, I no, I already know what my point of view is. You know, I, I can see what the main character is doing. I don't need you to hold my hand and have another character tell me what I should be thinking and feeling at any given time. Well, no, this I, is why I hated Jesse and Burnness, because that's what he did.
1: Well, I know? don't so much mean that. I'm thinking of, like, um, uh, Sheriff Carter in Eureka, or... I, I had another example i can't i can't remember of some other some other examples uh, Ichigo and bleach it's like the character that um you know you bring in and he's there to see just how weird this you know fantastic new world is, and then eventually he gets the, assimilated into it, and the ordinary yeah. person pulled in right it, you have a problem with the everyman, yeah.
3: Well I don't um, have a problem with-, well, the problem with the everyman is the everyman is boring.
1: Eventually the everyman gets sucked in and at, at the point that the, the everyman gets sucked into the world, it's gonna go completely off the rails because they no longer have to the last few episodes of Bleach.
0: The the problem is is that in real life there is no everyman. Wait, people that, still
1: watch Bleach? You, you you
0: cannot be drawn into a situation without Bringing your own baggage into it Whether that has anything to do Whether your baggage has anything to do With the situation you're in Now or not It shapes how you act and react To to your surroundings So when you bring in these characters That have this everyman mentality uh, you I
1: don't don't necessarily mean Everyman in in that sense I mean everyman in the sense of They don't know what to think Like Mm -hmm. They did not know that this thing existed well that's the other thing though, is that how long does it take you to react to something
0: that that exists? It doesn't take you very long. I mean I mean, yeah, it may take you a while to sort of get all the angles down, but at the same time it's like, okay, um, so there's this you know, giant ass monster and I have powers now, you know.
1: And that's the difficulty with Saki, like she's still learning and she's still getting um drug into this scenario although again the author perspective is not that she's being drug into it the author perspective is that this is this great and wonderful new world that is opening up for her
0: yeah and then uh,
1: I don't
2: actually have an issue with with either the everyman or the audience POV it's just I think um, the the writers of these things tend to rely on them too much tend to assume that oh we're really going to need exactly this or they're not going to be somebody
3: that they can relate to yeah, yeah. That the audience can. They assume that the audience is kind of not able to make that leap. Yeah, that,
2: and so it, I'm not saying it's not useful because sometimes it is. But in a lot, of, I, I think there's an over reliance on it,
1: right? And I think that's the uh, the trick with um, with Eden of the East is that Saki is relied on, like you know, like we've said. She gets drug into it, and she stays there against all reason.
0: Okay, well, in any case, um, uh, it, we, we've talked long enough. Uh, yeah.
2: Oh, I have a quick question. Is anybody uh, by any chance watching um, Outcasts that's being currently uh, shown on BBC America? No, uh,
0: when 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 Andre three thousand did that cartoon on Cartoon Network, I stopped paying attention to Outcast.
2: Not the same guy. Uh, Okay, I was just curious that someone. I was hoping someone could explain to me what the fuck's going on. Okay, never mind.
3: Well, we. uh, I I am kind of surprised that nobody mentioned, even though it's been announced that going back to Comic Con, there was an interesting um, toy exclusive that children of the '80s. Um. Well, as John says in one word, furiously, right. um, that's the uh, exclusive G.I. Joe Starscream.
2: Well, oh, really?
3: It's uh, a Sky Striker painted as Starscream from Transformers with the markings. Oh. And the pilot is Cobra Commander with his sidearm as the Megatron gun mode.
2: Holy shit. That's, I'm betting that's a con-exclusive, isn't it?
3: It is an exclusive. They're supposedly going to make a pretty good-sized run of these because... I'm still going like to tell you dollars They
2: aren't I? Damn it. I'm uh,
3: afraid so. That is something that I want.
0: That is, uh, that
3: is amazing. Uh, I thought you guys had probably already heard about it. I had not. I didn't get a chance to work that in. It's But, yeah, it's... Starstream with Cobra Commander as the pilot. That is fucking perfect. I, I just with pulled up.
2: Holy crap. It is awesome. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. That pisses me off.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck you, man. No, Did so you see awesome. the um
2: the Maddie Collector exclusive Voltron? No. It's gonna be it's the all the pilots, three and three fourths scale. With lions big enough that they can fit in, and the lions also become Voltron. Wow. And it's going to be like one a month or something. So it's back to the... And and the figures and the lions are separately. The figures, I don't remember how much they run. The pilots, the lions run anywhere from $30 to $50 each. Are the lions... What?
3: Are the lions going to be based on the old Matchbox molds where they had the pilot versions?
2: I do not know. But it's going to be...
3: me if, me take but look. apparently you can
2: get on Maddie Collector and subscribe for the whole thing and then right. you'll get an extra you'll get an extra figure of uh, Sven or whatever his name was. Ah. But and and the Voltron that it forms, it's supposed to be something like nearly two feet tall. I mean it's like twenty two inches or something.
3: Right. Yeah, it sounds I mean, like a redo. If you remember back in the eighties, back when they imported it, they made and it was one of the few it was one of the, the new molds that Matchbox made just for Voltron, that wasn't something that was, you know, carried over from the original Goal line stuff, they made a version large enough for the action figures to fit in. Yeah, and I did. believe the figures were about that size.
2: And this now, is don't, sort uh, of the same deal, but
3: I don't remember how much I I how how the figures are, because it's going to probably be two or $300. 23-inch, 23-inch. That reminds me... Huge.
0: Uh, I, I can't believe I forgot to mention this when we were talking about Comic-Con. Because I think it's because it happened like a couple of days before they they went ahead and announced it. Uh, there's going to be a Voltron game uh, coming in October to Xbox Live and PlayStation Network. Um, it's going to be right. ten dollars, and uh, it will support up to five players. Every player will control a lion, and yes, you do form Voltron, and yes, all five of you do have to work together in order to control it. Oh wow. That is yeah. going to be fucking awesome.
3: There are there are no pictures of that Voltron that I can find yet. Anyway. Um, uh, looks like they've got, let's see, that's Sideshow. They've got one of the figures, and they look pretty decent, the figures do.
2: Yeah, the, and the, the total figure was pretty cool. I don't know how much the thing's going to be, but... Insane. Easily... Hundred and fifty, two hundred bucks I would say, if you want to get all the pilots and all the figures and
3: Okay. Here's first book. They've got a picture of the red line. Red line looks pretty much like it always does, except um legs look a little blockier than usual. So I'm not not all that interested actually.
2: I wasn't even that huge a fan of of Voltron, but I still when I saw it. I, was.
3: I never was, and I, I'm just happy that as far as you know convention exclusives, I, I'm just happy I've got my Action Master colored Thundercracker. So mm. I don't really care now anymore. All all other convention exclusive toys pale in comparison to this.
0: Well, guys, uh, hate to hate to cut us short because we we are talking about some good stuff, but I've got some other things that I've got to do this evening. So, I'm going to... You have a life? To, yeah, weird, right? Um, I'm going to close the podcast uh, with the following sentence. Hello Kitty Street Fighter. It's happening.
1: The really? hell? It it's is. a flash game, right?
0: Nope. It is it is going to be a full-on marketing crossover coming uh, in fall of next year.
1: So will her will Hello
2: Kitty's ranged attack be shooting uh, Hello Kitty personal massagers?
0: It, it's not going to even be a game. It's just going to be merchandise. merchandise. Okay, merchandising,
2: merchandise. merchandising.
3: Oh, Hello Kitty, Kitty is everywhere. throw up! Else. Fuck me in the goadass.
2: All right. Well. Well, oh now, that, now that you've totally mind fucked us.
0: Yep. Everybody, uh, thanks. Thanks for listening. It's uh, a trap. Check us out on Ustream. Yes, we're actually using Ustream instead of Justin TV. Because um, we're losers. And uh, check, check us out on the website as well. And uh, we will talk to you guys next time.